0: Keep It Classy is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you.
1: Oh shit, yeah, but faith in nothing, hard in a blender, watch it spin around to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous and I'm through with you. Yeah,
0: look at that, look
1: at that, we're all sad this now.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Keep It Classy. Your first stop for all things fighting games. Now listen, if you like the podcast, feel free to check out our website at keepitclassy.podbean.com or drop us a line, keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. what's up ladies and gentlemen and welcome to round number 14 of the classiest podcast on the internet you are listening to keep it classy your first stop for all things fighting games
1: oh that was i was so epic i feel <laughs> I, <worked> out. <laughs> I don't i, I don't even it. i don't remotely have that much energy now so i'll so, just kind of I'm, I'm like hey guys um I'm gonna be the calm guy this podcast. <laughs>
0: I blew it all out. I'm your host. <laughs> uh I'm your host, Pock Bell, aka Keith Barletta. And with me as always is my good friend and co host, uh, David Ivey, aka Savage. Uh oh, and I'm God. sorry. I uh I it's been a little while, so I got a little excited. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. Sorry, you set the bar too high.
0: I don't know where to go from here. Yeah, no, that's my bad. But you are listening to uh to your first stop for all things fighting games. And uh, you know, we really appreciate you guys appreciate you guys sticking around and tuning in. Uh it's been a little while, uh, but we're back. We're here with another episode. Like I said, uh we're gone we were gone for a while, we know, but we'll be back, baby. We always come back, right? We always come back to yeah. you.
1: You know, it was it was a it was a, it was a lot there was a lot of work happening, you know, a lot of a lot of drinking, you know. Yeah. But we're back. But we're back. We always come back. So, if you
0: guys want to check us out on uh, Twitter, we got a Twitter account. It's at Classy Podcast. Please follow us. We've been trying to keep up on the on the internet and uh, keep up keep up
1: the tweeting and everything. And Let please, honest, s- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I don't get I don't get the tweeting. I can't. I, it's weird. Well, <laughs> the, like the tweeting. Like uh, I feel. I thought Facebook was weird, but tweeting is so much weirder. It feels like I'm literally trying to tell you shit that you don't care about. Yeah,
0: well, some people some people live off of it and we're catering to those people. And uh actually, you know, most of the people in the fighting game community, like the real pro players are like live on Twitter. I'm surprised they are for yeah.
1: anything else. They're everywhere. I'm like how do you think of so much banal shit to post? It's hard. I'm actually it's like a it's like a, a muscle I haven't flexed cuz I'm used to people not caring about the stupid shit in my life. So who expressed that on the internet for millions of people to see is weird for me.
0: Yeah. But you know, there there you go. So follow us on Twitter and, uh, on that note, follow us on Twitter. On that note, follow us on Twitter. We got some fun stuff for you guys. And please subscribe to us on iTunes. We need as many subscribers as humanly possible. Review us, rate us. And if you ever have any questions about the podcast, or if you want to just send us some questions or something like that, because we always do Q and a at the end of the show, or if you'd like to recommend a character of the week, Keep it classy podcast at gmail.com. Now, what you guys can expect from us this week, we're gonna talk uh obviously this tournament actually happened a couple of weeks ago, but we're gonna talk about UFGT nine. There's some stuff we gotta we gotta go oh. on for that tournament. I know CEO is uh in the time frame, it's July second right now. That's probably the most uh current tournament, but we're gonna talk about that. We will get to this- that, so don't worry. We'll get to CEO, but we need to talk about UFGT and some
1: stuff. Start- we gotta know UFGT. And what you all witnessed on stream as the first, in in my opinion, the, well, in my experience, first nigga moment I've ever seen in a fighting game tournament. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait.
0: No, we got leave that for foreshadowing.
1: I'll save it. I'll save it.
0: <laughs> it's foreshadowing. Savage I'm going to follow that away. away. He'll tell you about a nigga moment, but we're going to. Okay. And then, so UFGT and we're going to talk about Scorpion. Uh, he was the newest released character. We got Zod coming out. Oh, talk about Jesus him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 fun. We got a lot of cool stuff to say about him. Our main topic this week, we're gonna go into Fantasyland and talk about if Savage and I had our way, what we could put together and, and what we would consider to be the perfect fighting game tournament. How we would run it and what we would do, and uh how we think some people could uh could make some adjustments, things you can take from it. And the character of the week this week uh i'm going to apologize now because i'm not going to be classy like no i'm going to try i'm going to try our character of the week this week is deathstroke from injustice oh, and he, god he's not, he's 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 a problem and we're going to talk about him and we're going to try to not just like have the co- you know you know how like in certain reality shows where like they bleep so much you can't even hear anything else that's going yeah. on it's just dee- <laughs> No, we're gonna try and try and avoid that, but we'll see. Might
1: not. Oh, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. That's uh. I don't know. Mm. But
0: yeah, we got our whiskey, we got our water, and let's just jump right into this bitch right here. So UFGT nine. Let's talk about. I mean, this tournament was really cool, you guys, and and definitely check it out. It's all on YouTube. Level Up Series has done uh, has posted the vods for it. If you guys want to check it out. And they did <laughs> – we're going to start with Least Ridiculous, and then we're going to go uh, – we're going to end with Most Ridiculous. Uh, so Least Ridiculous in my favorite thing, uh, Injustice was really, really, really cool this tournament. Wound Cowboy and his Sinestro play. Uh, you never Sinestro, but it was – I mean, right? Like how – you know, what do you think?
1: I, I jacked a lot of the shit he was doing because he – you know what? He used a lot of strings I avoid using because they're unsafe. But what he did was he would start the string up. Like, he would do that string where he would, like, swing, shoot a fireball at your feet, and push you away with a wall. But what he would do is he would start it up before you actually got up close to him. So he would just hit you in the feet with the low and then push you away from him. And that was the string I always avoided. But I'm like, why did I ever think of that? I'm so fucking stupid. And he just... His Sinestro play had the patience, well, until he got really flustered and his ass kicked, but he really made that work. Like I was, he he taught me a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I flat out have robbed him yeah. of a lot of the shit he does. I well, just straight he, up jacked that shit. And you know what? I feel
0: bad because I feel like this is the classiest injustice podcast on the internet right now. Cause like, but this is the game where everything is happening, people. Okay, this game. Every tournament I've seen, every tournament you see that had, like, every major that's had injustice at it, it's the hypest game that's there. Okay, like every, you know, Marvel's cool and Street Fighter's cool and all, that, but you'll never see people yell and scream and rage and have just such a party as when they play this game. And and it it really deserves all the hype that it's getting. Cause I like watching these matches. I yelled. All right. They had some great, they had some good commentary, but I yelled, I yelled, there's death strokes in there, he got fucked up, I was so happy.
1: Dude, that death stroke was, ugh. I swear, like, I'm gonna save it, I'm gonna save it. The point is, what I liked about it was we stopped seeing a lot, like, for instance, I'm gonna bring up Evo last year when that Arakune was kicking ass. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, it wasn't last year. Year before last, I'll bring up year before last. They had a uh, a blaze blue tournament at Evo. There's Arakune at that tournament that played just about a little bit better than I play Arakune. <laughs> I'm not that good, <laughs> and it was upsetting. I'm like, you're at Evo. He was in like the top 16, and he was playing just a little bit better than me. And I'm like, that's not what I want to see. And so when the Justice came out, you were seeing some shit where I'm like, this dude is playing a little bit better than me. But when we got to UFGT, like, like I said, I was straight up stealing shit that Sinestro was doing. He was doing shit I didn't do. I'm like, that's how I need to step my game up. When I saw, like, the Batmans up there doing their shit, I'm like, dude, that's some shit I wish I could do. I was, it was, it was like watching pros play this game finally, you know? Well, and, and, okay.
0: And this is, this is gonna be a running theme for a long time. But, Chris G, you need to chill out. Chill out. (laughs) And stop it. Because Chris G is one of those players. He was in the Injustice. He won Injustice uh, for UFGT. He wins everything. At UFGT, he won Street Fighter X, Marvel, and Injustice. Okay? This dude's ridiculous, and you need to chill the fuck out. He got seventh in Street Fighter, but I guess you could go home happy with the 20K or whatever
1: you won from the three tournaments that you fucking took home. (laughs) No, he's got to have it all, dude. I'm telling you. I got to know. I think Chris G has a baby's mama. I think there's a bitch there hitting him up for money because he doesn't, he doesn't play like a dude that's just like, oh, this is my dream job. He pays like there's a bitch with her fucking hand in his pocket. Like, man, if I fuck this up, this bitch is never going to let me sleep. And
0: he plays – he's so uh, – selfish. like you watch Chris G play – he's the only guy that looks disappointed when he wins okay he's like oh god i should have just clean sweep this dude and i fucked it up and he spends so much
1: time hating on himself whether he loses or whether he wins and it's like what dude, i don't i don't get like i love like, i got a lot of love for chris g and how he plays but yeah dude that guy that guy oh he's just i'm, I'm like chris just calm down bro he's like no fuck that like he's that serial. But he's like, no, it's not cool. How am I going to pay for my kids? (laughs) Exactly. Christy's
0: got something in the background going on, man. But yeah, Christy, chill out. He's, and he's, he's fascinating because all the other majors you see, um, you see injustice at, you'll never see another green arrow. Christy's the only person in the entire universe that plays green arrow that can place in a tournament with him. That's what, that's it. He's the only one that plays green
1: arrow. You know what I want to do? This is like this deep down, because I love me some Sinestro, but I want to sit down one day. One day, it's probably going to take a bottle of whiskey and a lot of weed, but I want to sit down a whole, like, 12 hours and just play a zoning Green Arrow and then go to Wednesday Night Fights and try and make it happen. You know, like, think. <laughs> Because people are like, like, what I love is people will watch you like, oh, Green Arrow's a zoner. And, like, Chris G does not zone with him at all. <laughs> like, he's constantly in your face with arrows. Like, hey, guess what? I'm a libertarian with an explosive arrow. Like, he's crazy. No, fuck that. He straps on an ice arrow, and he's
0: like, let's get dirty. And he just starts knifing people with his bow. And you're like, what <laughs> is happening?
1: Dude, uh. and like, if people hate, like, and that's the other thing, too. I got to say this. Whoever's making the tier list for fucking injustice, shut the fuck up. Because they suck at it. They're like, oh, this is, i like, no, listen, the tier list that you're making is fucking stupid. Like, there's people that make it, I'm like, listen, just because you can do a 40% combo with Black Adam doesn't mean he's better than Green Arrow. Because Green Arrow can ruin your life. And those of you just joining us, tier lists is uh, which oh.
0: characters are most, most powerful in uh, a fighting game. Pretty list. I'm
1: going to bring it up. It's more important than that. A tier list is important on a shittier game that's not as balanced. Because then when you're playing professionally, there's certain characters you just can't play. For instance, you're never going to see anyone trying to place in a Street Fighter 3 tournament with 12. You can't. You just can't do it. Any, any, all the time you put into trying to place with 12, you could be winning with a Chung li or a Ken. Yep. That's, so that's pretty much it. And at the bottom tier are characters, you cannot compete professionally with, but with games that are more balanced, like, uh, well, like injustice, you don't have tier lists like that. Like, Unless you're infiltrate, and even infiltration won't play, like, if infiltration uses Hakan on you, he's not taking you seriously and you should go home and cry. But otherwise, you're never going to see Hakan trying to place in a Street Fighter IV tournament because he's on the bottom tier. Yeah. So, so yeah,
0: so that was, so that was injustice at this tournament, you guys. Like, it was really cool. Check it out and and you know like this game is long live injustice this game is going to just keep getting better and better because all the hype that's around this game and it's like what like 3 months after it's released like 2 yeah. months this game is going to be really really cool and and uh you guys need to keep following it as much as you can so before we move on to scorpion let's talk about the most ridiculous thing that happened at this tournament now I'm gonna break the event down for you, and then Savage is gonna give you his his interpretation of this. So check this out. I'm gonna lay this out for you guys here. All right. So unknown, he's playing the game. All right. He's playing Marvel Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It's unknown versus corn fat dude with a Slayer T-shirt. I don't know. All right.
1: Uh, I mean, he seemed like a nice
0: guy. Seemed like a nice guy. Okay. So unknown's playing this guy. And it's one of those things where Unknown is winning. He's winning. He's winning the game. But the other guy just isn't really letting it go, and he's trying to kind of cheese him out with uh, laser beams with Doctor Doom. He basically jumps to the top of the screen and just keeps shooting lasers until the time runs out. And uh, he does it, and Unknown gives him this look like, I'm going to fuck you up kind of a look. And the guy, like, kind of smiles and laughs, and is like, oh, huh, that's nice. Okay, it's great. They play another match do it again unknown is kicking his ass again same thing happens they get down to one character each but unknown is still winning with his sea viper versus doctor doom doctor <sighs> doom jumps up to the top of the screen just is like laser beam laser beam laser beam laser beam and he just keeps doing it and it's not doing anything but it's pissing on you know it's it's not really it's not really it's not really doing anything but you know you can kind of justify it i guess
1: if you really want you know, he, was to, he was trying. He was desperate. He's, he's trying was trying to be try. yeah, he's desperate. He's like, he's like, I just want a place. It yeah. wasn't like malicious, like, Ares running up to the screen going, bang, bang, bang. Ah, ha, 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 It was like, please, I came so far. I just want a place. Yeah. Kind of like, please, just, he was just hoping that unknown would make a mistake. That's
0: exactly what it is. So he does that for the second round. Loses again. And Unknown stands up, throws a stick on the ground. He walks up to the crowd. He does the, like, the the thumb under the throat, like, cut your head off, you going down thing. And then he promptly turns around. And this dude stands up, and he starts wrapping up his stick. But Unknown walks over and gets in this dude's face and starts screaming at this guy. And the guy goes, oh, ha, 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 and starts to laugh away. And Unknown won't let it go. He's like, no, man. Blah, 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 blah. He does the finger thing again in this dude's face and he gets so intense about this that security has to get on the stage and break these two dudes up and i know it's this big fat fucking black guy and slayer uh and the slayer t-shirt corn guy is this big <laughs> fat white guy with a slayer t-shirt and i'm like why and I, and in my mind i'm like what would have happened if he had lost cuz the dude <laughs> won the t- and he's starting to pick a fist fight with this thing and and not only that the fucking Commentators are like, oh, he just got a little too hype.
1: Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck him. Okay. You know, I, I will say this. Ultra Dave, I think it was Ultra Dave. That I was just like, what, he was the first one to be like, what? What is this? <laughs> like, yeah. what? He was the first one that was just like, what? What? What even is this? And like, you know, I, I can't get too mad at commentators. They try to play it off. Because when security shows up, you're always trying to be like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Everyone sit down. But Ultra did was first one was like, what, what is happening? Like, <laughs> like it was, uh, you know. I feel like the comment. I don't want to get too mad at commentators. I feel like they're trying to play it off. But everyone was disappointed at that moment.
0: I get that they're trying to, you know, pacify. But you know what? If if it was any other sport or anything, including esports, that player would be disqualified. Duh. You'd be disqualified from the tournament yeah. and banned from playing in any future tournaments for an extended period of time. Okay, but in this, the commentators are like, "Oh no, he just got a little too into it." Fuck that! You're a child and you don't deserve to be playing on this stage for money. And if I was his fucking sponsor, I would ban him from playing too. It's ridiculous. No, I. It's
1: unacceptable. I have no, I have no defense for it because what. I'm telling you, what that was at its essence was a nigga moment. Here we go. Come No, I'm so, I'm so serious. Like, I want you to look at it. <laughs> I want you to go back and watch that match, right? <laughs> and, there, and when there's a nigga moment, most times there's three elements to it. There's the Patsy, which was unknown. There's the Hype Man, who was that random black guy who – I can't remember who he is. He was yelling from the crowd. It was fanatic, Fnatic, dude. That was Fnatic. There was, there's, there's Fnatic. He's the hype man. <laughs> and then there's, th- and then there's number three, the reason, which was, was named Ocean. That was like, yo, dog, you're gonna fuck up your job. That white guy. I was like, don't do it.
0: He's on the same team. Yeah. So Unknown has a team member
1: that was like, please stop. Please stop. Please <laughs> stop. <laughs> Will you have those three things? Yeah, you're setting up for a nigga moment. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, watch, watch Unknown. Unknown's playing. We got the hype man yelling in the background. Unknown's winning. And then, you know, the Slayer dude's just, I wish I could remember who he was. He was, he was trying desperately to wait for Unknown to make a mistake. Unknown wins. And I saw it coming as soon as he won. His name's,
0: uh, his name's
1: JDM. Corn JDM. That's jdm name. when jdm sat like looked at that dude i mean when jdm lost and unknown looked at that dude like just mad dogging him i'm like oh we're about to watch the nigga moment happen <laughs> i saw it and then like because the camera even pans a fanatic talking crazy in the background i'm like i wonder what kind of shit this nigga's putting in his ear to get him to fuck this up <laughs> And, like, when he gets in that dude's face, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I know, but you see Fnatic in the background talking like, yeah, nigga. Yeah, I can just hear him. Like, I don't even, I didn't even know what he was saying. It's the same no matter where you are. He's like, yeah, nigga, you got this. Do it. He's a bitch. You know, like, you can hear him in the background. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's every time you see a nigga fuck up real bad, there's always some dude. And, first of all, Fnatic was already out of the tournament. The hype man is always a nigga with nothing to lose for now, he's out of the X O reality tournament. What does he care if one of those out? <laughs> he's always nothing to lose, and he's just in there, just like, yeah, no, no, yeah, don't let, him t- don't let him do you like that? Like he's just talking crazy at a fighting game tournament. And like <laughs> how? What kind of silly ghetto nonsense you gotta be to get a nigga moment at a fucking fighting game tournament? Are you serious? No, like, seriously, like, I'm saying this, flat out, unknown. Are you serious, my nigga? <laughs> really? <laughs> you're gonna, just, just really? You're gonna get to a nigga moment at a fucking fighting game tournament? Like, if I, I understand this dude stood up, and he says some shit about unknown's mom, you get emotional. Shit happens, it pops off real quick. But you're gonna get to a goddamn nigga moment at a fucking fighting game tournament? <laughs> <laughs> Just looking stupid in front of everybody with your fucking, what was that, like that ghost with a swag outfit on? He was wearing, like, he had the ghost swag t-shirt on. Yeah. And he's this just, just pretty little fat white, fat black guy. He just, yeah, like, trying to look hard at a fighting game tournament. I'm like, are you kidding me, dawg? You're risking your sponsorship for what? For what? There's fanatics in your ear listening to the hype man. When the white guy has come up to you and go, "Yo, calm down, you're fucking up, dog." <laughs> and, the be- and the best and part the the ocean because Ocean was on that shit. It's just, Ocean's like, "Oh shit, oh shit, it's getting out of control." Like, calm down, man, calm down. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. That was that was some ridiculous shit right the there. The best that part was a- is the security guards
0: get on him. Right? And it's like you can almost read his lips being like, No man, he's
1: the one doing the finger lasers. I'm cool. <laughs> You're like, dude, chill. Out yeah. And then you see security and security is just shaking their head, like, What what the fuck is this? Like with a security guard sitting there, like the security guard sits down, he's just shaking his head, like what the fuck is my life? Like like what are you what are you doing? Like I'm not gonna lie, i embar- I don't say this often. I was embarrassed as a black guy there. Like, really, dog, Like you just embarrass us all. You can't even act right at a goddamn fighting game tournament. Yeah. No, um, it, was, it was, was too much. It was a little much. And that was the epitome of a nigga moment. Every time you see someone <laughs> get shot over his sneakers <laughs> or spilt drink, I want you to go on YouTube and look up this video. And you'll see all the elements that lead up to the same shit. Yeah, I can't. It's, so it's so ridiculous. I, I was so angry when I saw that. I almost missed it, too, because I was like, ah, oh, fuck Marvel. But I'm like, no, I, oh, dude, that was so, that was just, that was upsetting. That made me mad. How are you going to fuck up a sponsorship over some dumb shit like that? yeah no it was it was it was silly but that's probably, <laughs> no, dude didn't say shit he was just trying to win man all he wanted to do was win like is he was trying so hard he's like but please he did turn around because
0: he's like no it's cool it's cool all right we're doing this Fuck it. drops his stick let's do it
1: well and yeah because like, because he was like oh cool we're fighting the game like he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna talk shit the unknown got in his face, and he's like, "Well, fuck it. You want to fight? Let's fight." And unknown would have gotten his sorry ass whooped. And I kind of wish that had happened. I kind of wish he did get his ass whooped. I want him to take his silly black ass home and think about how stupid that was. <laughs>
0: was all right, all right. We've to, we've we've gone on enough about it, but yeah, UFGT was awesome. Check out Ultimate Marvel. Obviously, it was an adventure. And keep. Watching Injustice, people. This game is fucking Megan Headlines. And speaking of Injustice, so <laughs> they recently released, they're they're coming out with a new character uh, in about a day or so. Uh, they're coming out with with Zod. But the most recent character that was just released is Scorpion. And the reason I want to bring this up is with Zod on the way and Batgirl coming out, Scorpion is a Mortal Kombat 9, well, Mortal Kombat character he's fucking awesome i'm about to say like damn he's been in all of them man yeah he's been in he's been in since mortal kombat one but the reason i want to bring this up is that there's a trend that's going on and i'm not quite sure how i feel about it i think i think i would advise caution and that is that every character that they've released except for lobo because lobo is (laughs) every character they've released except for lobo has had some kind of really, really, really hardcore gap closing instant something. So with Batgirl, they released Batgirl. She's cool. You know, she's got some cool combos. She's got a cool trait. And I mean, don't get me wrong. All these characters are really well designed. They're very fun. But Batgirl has a move where she teleports from wherever she is to wherever you are and she hits you in the air or on the ground. And so anything you're doing except blocking, she hits you.
1: It's and ridiculous. she gets a free
0: combo, free combo, and it's instant. So you can't. It's not like she's got this wind up where you can like
1: hit her out of it. Instant. Whoa. She does that. It's got like five frames of startup, man.
0: Yeah. So if she's already got a missile in her chest, she can't do it. Scorpion <laughs> gets released. Same thing. He's got a he's got a move where he's got an instant gap closing where he he basically goes from wherever he is to wherever you are. Teleport cross up. OK, so wherever he is, he will teleport air or ground to wherever you are and punch you in the back of the head. And I would advise and, and, and this is something that you would be releasing. You know, I mean, it, like I said, you want these characters to be played in this, that, thing. But I don't know how I feel about releasing this... characters that have these kinds of tools because I get what they're doing. Right. They have a lot of characters that have really solid projectiles at release. Right, they have characters with really solid projectiles. Yeah, Superman, Green Lantern, Batman, Aquaman. You have all these characters that have really Deathstroke really great projectiles. So they're releasing new characters that have really great gap closers. But I don't know if that's really fixing the problem.
1: It's not. It, it's one of those things like because it's like for instance, if you like when Scorpion teleports, if he does it on the ground, he does an uppercut that pushes you so far back. If he does meet- it, it lim- yeah, like, it just, it limits your fucking, um, your counter attack options. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, I can't punish that because he pushed me so far back. All my moves that reach that far are so slow. He can counter me. And then his ultimate does a similar thing and it has armor on it. So it's just like, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then like, what, what kills me, what kills me about it. Is he has solid anti-air. It, this game, it's all right, It's not as bad for me most of the times, I think, okay, because I used to play Hawkman with Blaze Blue, and Hawkman in the air is so bad, unless I'm doing a combo, I make it a point to try not to jump. So whenever I play Justice, I'm like, just think like you're Hawkman. Just walk. Just walk. <laughs> yeah. But for anyone else, it's like there's so many characters with such solid, almost instant anti-air. That you're just like, fuck, like, what is it, like, I mean, like, he you goes know, like, Green Lantern, like, a Raven, Batgirl, Scorpion, like, you jump up in the air and these dudes are just on you and they're just going to set you up for a really punishing combo. Yeah.
0: And, and I you know what? This is one of those things where, especially because They have their fourth character of the season pass being released. The season pass is you buy – pay 15 bucks, you get four additional characters, which is awesome and how all fighting games should be done ever. They're doing – with the end of the first season pass, they're going to do another four characters that are going to be released. This is – um I, I understand what they're trying to go for here, but I would advise caution because what they're trying to do with this is they're trying to kind of do like a League of Legends MOBA kind of a thing where <clears throat> you release a character. He's really cool, really solid, a little bit overpowered, and people really want to buy him and play him, and then they just balance them later. And that works for this kind of model because for right now – uh, NetherRealm is patching their game really, really regularly, so the characters that they release don't stay broken for very long. But if they ever stop patching the game, or if they release Ooh. a character that needs a really hardcore hotfix, this is going to start becoming really deadly for this game. Like, so, so, for example, if they release a new character just before a major, like right within a sweet spot of a tournament major, and that character gets in and they they have another, like, you know you mean like
1: scorpion.
0: Yeah, like another, like scorp. Well, scorpion, but you know, scorpion was he was at CEO, but he was he was less than half of the people that played him.
1: Are and, you? But kidding, he was, there just, was like he was, there was top, like four of them in the top eight. No, well, there were there
0: there were three that were in the top eight, and four people that played him. Okay, three that played him religiously, four that played him. But but the point is, is you don't want to do exactly what. You just said, Savage. You don't want to have him out and then have him still be broken in time for a major tournament, okay? And yeah. so – and because and you release him and you know he's broken a little bit when you release him because you don't want to release a GIMP character that nobody wants to play, right? I get that. But caution, caution, caution for the competitive scene because we're so we, – we're so emphatic about making the scene as competitive as possible. When you release a character – just before a major or without balancing them very much. It's very dangerous for your game because it makes what other people who haven't bought the game yet, when they see it, they're like, I don't really want to play a game where everybody just plays Scorpion and teleport punches all the time. And that's not what injustice is, but it makes people think that when they
1: see that tournament, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it was good of them to just ban Zod from Evo. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know, cause they ran into a similar problem last year. With I'm not last year, but a couple years ago when they did Evo and they were like, you know, no Kenshi, no. I'm sorry, we he's not balanced for for Evo, and they were just Kenshi's like, a Mortal Kombat Nine character. But... Yeah, I'm sorry, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Nine a couple years ago. I think it was Kenshi, yeah, Kenshi that they were like, no, we we haven't balanced him for Evo, so he's not gonna be there. Yeah, and they they said that was Zod. They're like, Zod won't be at Evo. I'm sorry, and like. And the only reason I think Scorpion made it was because they put some hardcore nerfs in on that dude. And I think they're gonna do one more nerf before Evo, where they're like, hey, stop.
0: Yeah. And 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 I can't hate because listen, this model is fine as long as you continue to patch your game. Which Injustice has just released another balance patch. Like they're they're really paying Nether Realm is really paying a lot of attention to their game. Uh, And they buffed the Joker! Yeah, they buffed the Joker. Like, they're really trying to make this game as competitive as possible. And you see it. You you can see it in the tournaments that this game is really, really competitive and is changing in such a way that, you know, people don't just have to realize how terrible their character is and just get used to it. They can pick a character they like and understand and and trust that NetherRealm is going to balance that character eventually. Okay? They They can trust that. And so that's... That's a really good business model. But, again, caution caution against releasing characters like this before majors and then allowing them into the majors.
1: All right. yeah. I, you know, I think they're really experimenting with uh, this free-to-play thing like with Tekken Revolution and all that shit and Killer Instinct. I think they're really trying to experiment with it. Yeah, Well, I That's think what... this is a this is a great idea
0: because – because I, you, when you play Injustice with the season pass thing, you know you're getting a character every two weeks, maybe three, and they release a patch every two or three weeks. It's exciting for you as a player to know that your game is constantly changing and you want to get back yeah. in and learn what's new.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I think, uh, I feel like free-to-play fighting games aren't going to be as... Awesome as like MOBAs that are free to play because I like because like games like Injustice and Blaze Blue, excuse me, that beer. Uh, <laughs> but Injustice and Blaze Blue have such a solid story mode and single player mode that, like, just like for instance, my buddy on Facebook was like, What fighting game would you suggest? I'm like, Listen, you're a comic book nerd. You might have some problems with the story, but by injustice, the story in single player is good enough to be worth it. Like, right now, he could probably get it for 50, 40 bucks. He will get his money's worth out of that game, even if he doesn't even bother playing it online. Yeah. And the idea that, you know, you pay upfront for a good story, a good single player, and then they just keep adding characters. Because, like, you play the game... You come in later into the game, you don't have to buy all the characters. You can just buy the characters you're interested in, and they're only, like, fucking, what, three bucks each? Yeah, they're between
0: three and five dollars each, because sometimes they do do sales where you can buy a character and a bunch of extra costumes for five bucks. Why not?
1: Yeah, so, why? like I said, I think that's going to be a more solid business model. And I think what's going to end up happening is going to be... but I wanted to, I wanted to buy it just as digitally, cause I'm like, fuck it, I don't need a physical copy, cause all my friends are gonna buy it. Let me just download it and buy it, but I had to go to the store and buy my own copy, cause it wasn't a same as day release. But like, like, it's gonna be one of those things where I think the future fighting game is gonna be, you're gonna download the new fighting game, get your fighting, get your single player experience, and then buy extra characters as they come, and constantly get those patches. Yeah. And I think that's going to be I think that's going to be a more solid business model for fighting games than Tekken Revolution and Killer Instinct.
0: It already is. I mean, Injustice has already shown with the amount of success that it's had. Um I mean, in terms of, let's talk I mean, if you're just talking sales, Injustice has done better than Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Okay. If you're talking about just sales, it's done almost as good as Street Fighter X Tekken and Street Fighter X Tekken has been out for longer. Okay. Well... And so it's, Injustice is doing really, really well because it's obvious that the developer released the game, they're patching it and they want you to love it. And that's, and that's a really powerful thing. So, so anyway, so we just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Injustice and give you a little bit about the new release. Uh, next time we're going to talk probably a little bit about Zod and, uh, some of the new stuff that's coming out. So yeah, we're the classiest Injustice podcast on the internet for right now. I know. God this damn. game's the best. This game is the best fighting game that's out right now. Play it. Pick it up. Buy it. Gotta do it.
1: Alright. Yeah, I feel bad, but I'm like, what's, like, uh, Chrono Phantasm hasn't come out in America yet. So, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, I feel bad, but yeah, it's pretty much injustice all the time because Marvel's just Marvel. Hey, what's new? Um, get Phoenix and, um, and get that pipe in there and you'll win. Like, I got nothing. Like, yeah. Well, nothing Tek- new.
0: Tekken. Tekken is. Is really the, the, if you're going to, if you, if I was to tell someone to pick up two fighting games, it'd be Injustice and Tekken Tag Tournament 2.
1: That's it. Tekken. So I I won't go down the rabbit hole, Pac. I won't do it again. (laughs) But yeah, but Tekken's pretty goddamn awesome. All
0: right. So let's jump into our main topic here. Okay. So we wanted to just explore, because we talked so much about tournaments and how we think they should be run and what we're doing here, you know, and all these different aspects. And I was like, well, why don't we just talk a little bit about what we would do if we had full control over over a tournament, right? We did our own Keep It Classy tournament. If we had the option to, however many finances, however whatever we needed to make the perfect fighting game tournament, what will we do? Let's start with what games would be there, Savage.
1: Oh, easy, injustice, the new Blaze Blue, uh, Skullgirls. No Smash Bros. I'm going to put that out there right now. Street Fighter 4. <laughs> street Fighter X Tekken could go die in the street alone. Tekken Tag. And you know what? This, this is a spin in the face of Street Fighter X Tekken. Soul Calibur 5. All right. So you want, so
0: we have Soul Calibur 5, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, Street Fighter 4, Marvel, Injustice, and Skull Girls definitely. Skullgirls. Skull Did you want Blaze
1: Blue in there too? Yeah, the new Colonel phantasm, uh, right? phantasm.
0: Phantasm. So that's seven, seven games. Okay, so that's seven games. Uh, if we were gonna be standard, we'd do an eighth game, but, so let's go with those well, we seven. Could
1: do, we could do the new Arcana Heart. Did that come out yet? They're, they're supposed to be doing a new edition of it pretty I, soon. I we'll
0: put Arcana Heart in that tournament.
1: Too. I mean, let's get our weird little finishes in there. You know, they, they oh, got their, the perfect tournament. Oh! You know what? I completely forgot about King of Fighters. <laughs> eighth so the <laughs> could be King of Fighters. What, is, what does that say? And I love King of Fighters, but I completely fix your goddamn internet play more. I swear to God. <laughs> like, if I could come to Japan and I don't care how many of them I had to choke, I'd choke them all until I got a good goddamn internet connection for King of Fighters.
0: Yeah, it... it... So, we got our eight games.
1: If King of Fighters (laughs) had a good interconnection, it would be one of the... I would play that more than Injustice. You got three characters. I have a nigga for every flavor I enjoy on that team. I just can't play it online. It's maddening. It's... I'm so upsetting. And they've got
0: the tutorial mode where they show you how to do the combos. It's a great game. They even
1: released a YouTube series that showed bread and butter combos for each character, and they still can't get the internet correctly. I'm so mad now that I think about it.
0: It's a Uh, a shenanigans. And no Mr. Karate. Fuck. I, I I love Skullgirls. Do you think that people who hadn't seen it Skullgirls before, because that game moves really fast, uh, uh, and I love that game because I I recommend that game to anybody who wants to play fighting games because I think. But it's hard to watch if you haven't played it before. Do you do you think we would have
1: that there? If that would uh, be? you know? I want Skullgirls there, but it's very much going to be a niche market. Like it's not going to be. It's gonna be the fighting game tournament for fighting game enthusiasts. I hate saying that because anyone can play skullgirls, read the tutorials, play it, have a good time. It's an interesting world. it looks like he's drawn by a 13 year old with a really good sense of art, but it's a really good game yeah, but watching it played is almost like watching it's like watching a really high level boxing match. You're barely going to be able to keep up with what's happening unless you are in that sport. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games
0: where we would put it in, we want it in the tournament because we want you to play it. Okay. And play it and then watch it. Uh, because we want that game to get as much hype as possible because the game, it's, it's really, a, it's a strange thing because that game is really, really powerful and has a lot of really good things to say for the fighting game community. But again, if you haven't played it before, it might be kind of hard to follow because you got three characters on the screen. And at least in Marvel, you there are characters you can recognize. There's Doctor Doom, Ryu, and, you know, fucking Zero from Mega Man X. Like, you get it, right? You, you get, <laughs> you get, it's fucking Magneto, Wolverine. You you know who these characters are. So even if you don't know what how the game is, you're like, oh, shit, Wolverine is totally fucking up a sentinel. I love that game. You know, so... But with this game, it's the same kind of speed as Marvel, but it's not as uh, you, it's not as recognizable recognizable as characters. But I agree with you. I think we should have
1: Skullgirls there. Yeah, so, like I, that's all I like Skullgirls. I just I feel so bad because it, it's a good game, but it's gonna be it's never gonna be that game that your girlfriend's gonna watch and be like, "Oh, that was fun watching." That will never happen.
0: That will never be Skullgirls unless you buy it for her and she plays it, and then she'll love it.
1: Yeah, but I don't, don't do that with your girl because she's gonna wanna play you and then that's gonna lead to horror. Never do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to your relationship. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I, <think> I, can't, <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. Cause listen, when a chick starts playing something and she gets serious about it, she gets that bloodlust. And once she realizes she can ruin you in that game, she will. Girl, you think the dishes,
0: dude? She'd be like, "Winner, winner, winner doesn't have to do the dishes. Winner doesn't have to do their
1: stupid fucking laundry." You're yeah, like, "That was mean." Oh God! Don't let her get in on that pissing contest. You will always lose because they want it more than you. All right, <laughs> this is. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's my. That's my. That's my only advice. If there's any dating advice I will ever give on that show, on this show, don't do it. All right,
0: so how much would the prize pot be? I mean, this might be a simpler question, but if we were going to offer – what do you think is like a solid prize pot for these games? You know oh, I mean? shit. I mean, like, we're honestly, not going to give like 000, 000 a million dollars for street – come on. No, but what would be a reasonable, solid prize pot for each of these games? We got eight games. We want an even prize pot distribution all throughout, right?
1: I would like 10 to 20 grand. I want to see people fight like dogs for that money.
0: For first place or total? For first place. All right, so first place you want between 10 and 20 grand. So let's 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 go big. Let's say 15 grand for first place in all 8 of these games.
1: Plus right. and also plus whatever the game developers for that game want to add to the pot. Right. So you can make between 15 and 20 grand for
0: first place on one of these – on on our keep it classy, perfect tourney, okay? Like – I and I think that's a really solid number. You want players who are going to show up and know and give this tournament the attention that it really needs by – you know what I'm saying? Like by basically giving this tournament the attention that it needs – and not just show up like they just are like, oh, I got a Saturday that's free. I'll drive down there and just play because I'm pretty good at Marvel. Why not? Yeah. You know, I want this to be a tournament. You, you With tournaments, like, for example, like the Street Fighter 25th anniversary, you had players that were coming there from all over the world, one, for the money, two, because you knew that the players that were going to be there were there like there was enough incentive to go and prepare for that tournament that you were going to fight the highest caliber of players available and money is a big part of that so yeah walking home with 15 grand is 20 plus more so up to 20 grand in prize money for first place that's a huge incentive to get players out there to make this tournament the best that it could possibly be because i don't and care people. i don't care about <laughs> new people coming in as much as i care about seeing the best coolest most interesting matches i could possibly see
1: Yeah, and I mean, for twenty grand, you will see dudes take buses from, like, like, because that's the best thing about Evo. When you go to Evo, like, I remember a couple years ago, there was a bunch of, who was that dude? I think I showed showed it to my buddy. That guy from, like, South America that lost the match against Mike Ross with his Deadpool because he teleported and exploded and killed him. Yeah. And he would have won a match. That dude was, like, from the middle of nowhere. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know they even had a, a Marvel community there, but you don't care unless it's interesting, okay? Yeah, it's gotta be worth watching
0: because if you just have Joe Schmo, nobody who just comes out and does it, and you'll still have people there possibly, but we want we you know we want this to be an incentive for players globally to come out and play because if you don't have that, you're not gonna get because. When you watch Wednesday night fights, for example, and this is why I'm saying prize pot money is really important, you have players from the same. It's it, the prize pot is low enough that you only really have players from the same community playing, and you're seeing the same style because all these players play each other, and so you're not really seeing a lot of diversity in the in the matches. You're just seeing a lot of the same people that play the same characters that play each other constantly. And there's nothing interesting to watch. There's like maybe one or two matches that are kind of cool to watch. You know, and, and, and we have to stray away from that for the perfect keep it classy tournament.
1: It's a huge deal. Like, um, it's kind of like I was talking about it with, um, with League and other games. Like people don't want to experiment. And like, I don't want to say people. Let me rephrase this. American players don't want to experiment as much. They want to go with what they saw. Like, oh, dude. I saw this guy online do this crazy combo. I'm going to try add that and do this with that character. That's why I hate tier lists. I want, like, I want, and also I will say this, like, especially when justice people start trying to do matchups, I need you to take a character that you like and just fuck around with them. Like there's no green arrow. Like I'm serious. If I get, if I get a solid couple of days off work, I'm going to get really fucked up and do nothing but play a zoning green arrow until I can make it work. I will I will do that. <laughs> but like, I need to see more of that from pros. I need to see more innovation and less people trying to refine something they already saw. Yeah. And that's what a higher prize pot would
0: be. So who would we have cast? The tournament. Alright, like, oh, obviously, I, obviously, obviously, we want Ultimate Marvel and Street Fighter 4. We want Ultra Dave and James Chen strapped to a chair until their eyes bleed. Uh, yeah.
1: that's, I that's, need them okay. there. I mean, the problem is for who would, uh, commentate Skullgirls. Like, that's, that's a I tough one. I mean, it's a dream, so what, get Mike Z. I, I mean, see. Mike Z is good, but he's, uh, he's not as, I would need Mike Z with someone with more personality. But I don't know who has enough personality that plays Skullgirls hardcore. Excuse me. That plays Skullgirls hardcore. I need Mike Z there, and I need someone with some serious personality that plays Skullgirls hardcore. And I don't, I can't think of anyone on the top of my head. But you know, we, we talked about this before. The casters are important
0: in that they know enough about the game to be able to commentate on it. But you don't have to know how many frames go into the link to make it happen. Okay, so someone like Mike Z, or you get fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, like, yeah, so you see get Mike Z, you get Nine Star, you get a couple of guys from the Dust Loop forums to come down there who are going to hype the game. Because if Mike Z's there, no one's going to talk shit about his game when he's sitting there with them.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess that's a good point. Um, and you get guys who are just who just love the game in general uh, that are hype about the game who aren't playing in the tournament, and that's the other thing. Whoever's casting this tournament isn't going to be playing in it at all, ever, <laughs> under any circumstances.
1: You, mean, you don't you don't have that moment where the guy goes, "Oh, hold on, I gotta go play my I gotta go play my game," and it's just dead silent for a good three minutes while yeah, he's fighting it out. That. None of that.
0: And actually. For uh for Injustice, I think
1: Tom Brady gives really good commentary. Uh Oh, Tom Brady goes, great. But I need him to stop talking about how everyone hates his Aquaman. We get it. Everyone hates your Aquaman. Stop bitching about it. We get it. All right? It's like, yeah. just stop bringing it up. You're too good at Aquaman. Live with it.
0: And I would be cool with having Eris commentate Tekken Tag Tournament 2 if I could slap him in the face and tell him I'm paying you a bunch of money for this, don't fucking talk about bathroom humor all the time. Oh, Because yeah, I, I would run that tournament I'd be like, all right, here's the deal. You can commentate this game, but I swear to God, if I hear some stupid racial slur within the first five minutes of this fucking cast, I'm going to throw you off, I'm going to sit down, and we're going to all be miserable for the next hour and a half that we're doing this tournament, Okay.
1: You know, for King of Fighters, I would love Ares and uh oh, what's that? What's that black guy? I think his name's like Steve something. Um He used to have ridiculous commentary, and he's gotten so much better over the last two years. I cannot remember his name. He used to be really at the King of Fighters. Well, and I'd even be cool
0: with Marvel, and like I, I I'd be cool with having Yipes or Yipes's brother doing it. You know, they're they're fine as long Yipes as you does. have someone that can keep them in check. And so, they yeah. just get this whole black exploitation commentary the whole time.
1: You know, Yipes does really good um commentary until he gets frustrated with something. Frustrated with something that someone's doing on stream. Like he does good commentary until someone does, does something stupid on stream, and then he just goes off on a tangent and it's like, "Someone ran that dude in." We know he made a mistake, but calm down. And you know what? I will say this. And it hurts, I'm serious, it hurts in the bottom of my balls. But Filipino Champ actually gave really good commentary on a Marvel tournament I saw. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, and I, I hate Filipino Champ. He's good, but I hate him. And he gave really good commentary on one of the tournaments I was watching. And I'm like, damn it, I hate this dude. But he did pretty good with this shit.
0: All right, well, how would we handle – so we we got a little bit about some good casters we could get in here. What are some essential things we would do for the stream and for, like, the setup of the actual tournament, like the camera placement, what we're going to do for that kind of stuff? For me, I need to make sure that every – in between matches, at least, I need to know what's going on on our stream, what's going on on the other two streams, because I'm not going to have more than three streams – I mean, do you agree? Drees yeah, games. no. Yeah, no. Once we get past that, yeah, we need yeah. to have the stream scheduled so that so that games don't really conflict with each other too much, and we have it so that you know at all times when you are watching one of those streams, what's happening on the other two streams at the same time, what the yeah. bracket is constantly. I just have an image, a GIF of the bracket displayed in between matches as much as possible. Okay. That I can't is, stress
1: that enough. It's insanely important. Like, I was just going to say that. It's like As long as we have the brackets, then, yeah. I'm like, three streams works. I just, like, there's a couple of times I've watched a tournament, and then, like, someone be like, I don't know what the brackets look like just yet. And then there's, like, a minute, and they finally get a bracket. Like, okay, here's what's happening. I need that. Yeah, like, we need the brackets updated constantly. Yes. I need to be able to show what's happening. I need, like, a StarCraft tournament. Where every time a match ends, they show updated brackets of everything that's going on in which group. I need them to be able to go. These commentators are commentating on this upcoming match. These two players are about to play in between each match. I need every commentator to be informed of what's happening around them. Exactly. and. For the
0: stream itself, like showing the stream, there's going to be three cameras, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be a camera for the commentators, there's going to be a camera for the crowd, and there's going to be a camera for the players. And never shall the three meet. You will never (laughs) see the crowd on the player camera. You will never see the players on the commentator camera, okay? And so that whoever's handling the stream can literally choose what's the most interesting thing to show at a time. And they can just switch between all three of those things. Okay. Because too often you'll see someone put a camera in like on the monitor where the players are playing and people will just fucking do the most ridiculous shit behind the players just to get on camera. Not acceptable. Not happening. Same thing with the commentators. Too often it'll just be, it'll be either. The game or the commentators, and you'll see the commentators picking their noses and t- updating their Twitter feeds because there's nothing <laughs> else to show.
1: Oh, and every commentator will have to dress like they're going to work. And yes. not like they're working at a hot topic. Yes. All right? Suit and,
0: <laughs> Suit and tie or you're not allowed in. And fuck it. I'll be so far as to say you're either in costume, you have a shirt that's relevant, to the game itself, or you're in a collared shirt to get into this. Not, not
1: relevant, relevant to a sponsor.
0: All right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hat, t-shirt, a level up t-shirt, a fucking. A broken tear t-shirt. Yeah. A fanatic t-shirt, like whatever. Don't give a shit. You get a fancy t-shirt and I'll sell them at the door and add them to the prize pool. Okay. But you're not getting into this fucking, uh, this fucking tournament with a random, with your fucking random ass sweatshot, like sweatshirt, sweatpants, do-rag, fedora, stupid homemade t-shirt combo. Not happening. Okay? It's not happening, it's not happening, fuck you, it's not happening. You okay? <laughs> wanna well, wear that shit, you sit at home, you watch the stream, okay? We ha- there has to be standards, and I'm sorry, but there have to. There have to, Savage, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't yep. do it. And, and the other thing, the one other thing, if you have a sign, I'm going to have a moderator or two at the door reads your sign before you walk into that fucking tournament.
1: Thank you. You you know what the craziest thing is? I went to a party, um, like, last Friday. And they were like, oh, you know, what do you do on the side? I'm like, oh, I do a fighting game podcast. And they are like, fighting games? Well, like, yeah, well, because they do tournaments and all this. And I explained to them that there were commentators for fighting games. And it blew their mind. They're like, Oh my god, it's crazy, I've never heard of that. I'm like, Yeah. It's like StarCraft. They're like, Oh, I've heard of that. I'm like, But you haven't heard of fighting game commentators? I need that to change. Yeah. I need I need that to change so bad. It, it, the idea never occurred to them. I'm like, oh. I'm like, yeah, they have commentators that are really good. And I'm like, there's some really shitty ones There's some really good commentators that help you explain help explain what's happening. And they're like, that'd be awesome. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to try and bring them to Nerd Super Bowl. I'm going to try and get them in there so they come to EVO and see what a good fighting game tournament is like when it's run well. But it's so crazy. Like I told them about StarCraft. Like, oh yeah. I heard Koreans are really into that and they have commentators. I'm like, we do that too in America with fighting games. I swear to God we do.
0: Yeah. And, and, and they're has to be a standard people and we can loosen up on that standard once all the douchebags are weeded out okay but there will be a great purge at this tournament for people that are only there to hype the scene and hype the game okay very simple and 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 yeah so what players would you get to be there savage last but not, oh. but not least in the main topic <laughs> well let me let me say this would you have only sponsored players sponsored and non-sponsored, or sponsored, non-sponsored, and uh,
1: testers? Oh, i have testers I I If it's not Evo, I say fuck it. Everyone comes. Because I want to see... Because testers are trained to push the game to its limits, and I want to see that. I want to see them go take the game as far as possible in a tournament. People don't allow testers because they know they you know bugs and glitches and if that's just in there you're already fucking up so if i'm going to turn i want to see that shit happen you know i want to see see i i i
0: want this tournament to be only uh i really want this tournament to be only professional players and here's why. Because I want it to be a tournament that you're going to want to watch from beginning to end as opposed to I'm not going to watch days one and two because it's just pool play and you're watching nobody's play and you know it's going to be the same 16 people in the top 16 anyway. Okay? I don't want that to be the case. I want to get as many professional players there as humanly possible from internationally internationally. Because I don't want there to be a moment where you're like, ah, I'm not really gonna watch it. It's probably gonna be boring, and this stream's gonna be shitty. Okay, I don't really want there to be a moment like that. And I would let testers in there because, as far as I'm concerned, they're as good as professional. Play- they are professional players. They play it for a living, and <laughs> you know they try to yeah. find all the shit they can find in there. They just are not allowed to be sponsored and play professionally. So I would even go so far as to allow testers in. But I, I would say it's invite only. OK, for this tournament, because I don't want there to be a moment where you don't you don't look at a match and say this is interesting and relevant because so often we have <laughs> like for Marvel and Street Fighter. When you see when you watch Evo this year, you're not going to want to watch day one because it's going to be t- fucking 16 hours of pool play of uh, <laughs> and pool play being the masses, the 1500 people that have signed up for this game playing on stream, trying to <laughs> make it work.
1: I can't hate on it because you see a lot of surprisingly awesome shit pop up out of those fucking pool play. And, like, sure to get weeded out by the time you get to the top 16, well, you see some pretty interesting, like, new compositions, a lot of shit that pro players end up stealing the next year and using anyways in that pool play. But... I need that. You gotta...
0: But I I like... You know, you like that if you want to just leave... but. If you're doing a tournament, you're trying to make money, and you're trying to sell the fighting game community to people, you want what's going to be the most consistently interesting, okay? And while, yes, you're going to see some weird shit happen in pool play where this player's just – he scr- cr- scrounged up. He got on the stream somehow, and now he's playing Hakan and he's got this weird thing. That's fine, but that's – one every thirty matches. Okay, I want every match to be have as much significance and an interesting play as possible, and that can't happen when you've got when you've got this this st- current standard of pool play. And it will work much better if you have a smaller you know uh, or smaller uh, group of players, especially when you have a big prize pool that everybody's playing for win for keeps every single match. Okay,
1: that's a good point. All right. so, oh, you so. You have a point. I still, I still want to get some of that randomness in there. I need, I need that one dude. Like, I need that guy who brought his. Who was that kid? How old is that kid? Like, eleven. Noah. Or not Noah. Kid, uh, Noah. Noah. Yeah. That Noah. kid, that guy who sold his rims so his son could come to Evo and fucking place. I need that kind of shit in there. I uh, can't what, give it up, kid. First of all, Noah
0: is sponsored now, and second of all, Noah made top 16,
1: or top Yeah, 15, so and top yeah, I need, I need that, cause you know what fighting games really, truly need? Those stories. When that kid places, it's gonna be like, the first tournament I came in, my dad sold the rims on his car to get me here, and now I'm placing in the top fucking five. I, we need those stories, like, we need those bullshit, like, you know, Shaq stories, like, my biological father was never there, but now I'm a champ. You know, you need those stories. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we've we've gone on
0: and on about this. But, I, you know, the perfect fighting game tournament, uh, if you've been listening, is actually not that too far off. And for what, what you have to say, Savage, I really think that bringing the testers in will give that randomness to it. Uh, if you bring testers in from each of these games, you're going to get some weird matchups. Because uh, you're gonna care people that play uh, Harley Quinn all day, nine hours a day. You know what I mean? And they're gonna come in and and you'll get the weirdness in there because the weirdness isn't necessarily the players, it's the characters that they play, okay? Uh, sure. And so you get testers in there, and I think we'll we'll cover that. Uh, but yeah, so so that's our main topic is how to perfect
1: the fighting game tournament. And it's, it doesn't seem that out of reach, does it? No, no, it's that's, it's slowly coming together piece by piece. It's just I wish it would come together a little quicker, but uh, the community is making it harder than it needs to be.
0: Yeah. So, so, uh, so there you go. All right. So
1: let's move on
0: to our character of the week. So our character this week is Deathstroke from Injustice: Gods Among Us. You've you may have heard us talk about him uh, a little bit here and there, and I think. Uh, I'm going to start this off – Uh well, first of all, I'm going to give you a little uh perspective on who Deathstroke is and then I'm going to give you my thing and we're going to try and keep this as – all right. So anyway, so Deathstroke <laughs> is <laughs> – he's a mercenary. He fights with pistols and a sword and he's got this full body glove thing going on and he's got a rifle it's just so you get this picture of this guy in your head.
1: Okay whoa, 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 you're really underselling one of the best characters in d c yeah, but he's like give you a basic, a basic image, here's a basic image, imagine the world like he's almost the perfect man, he's missing an eye, but he's like perfectly physically fit, he's like Captain America, perfect man, right. and he's dedicated to assassinating the fuck out of people. And he's one of the few people where Batman is like, I don't want to fight that that guy with a hangover, kind of hardcore, you know? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, he's, it's, he's, he's he's no bullshit, and he fights with guns, swords, but he's just a normal guy like Batman. Well, normal guy-ish like Batman. Okay, so talking about Deathstroke and Injustice, this is gonna get a little heated, so I'm gonna try and start this off as classy as possible. All right.
1: Get nice me. try. All right, I'll give you a shot. Yeah, go for it. All here right. we go. Okay.
0: Okay. If you play Deathstroke, you suck at fighting games and you <laughs> just <have to> die. <laughs> I think that's about as good as. Is that that's
1: classy, right? That's, yeah, that's, I, I can't. I I have nothing like. <laughs> that's about as good as I can do. It's so rare for me to take a zoning character like Deathstroke and be like, oh, that's just way too cheap. He's so scrub-friendly. He can sit around on stage and shoot shoot guns at you. Like, it's crazy. Like This this is one of the things, another reason why I get really mad at Ares. He, or Ares, whatever that asshole's name is, he plays Deathstroke and then acts like he's doing something that I couldn't do. Like, if I went and played Deathstroke just like him, it would look the exact same. There's no, you just shoot guns. And the worst part is people don't even use his passive because if his passive makes it so that for a short period of time, a short, pe- a short period of time, sorry, I'm so angry. <sighs> Word, okay. Deathstroke's passive is for a short period of time, when he shoots his guns, they're unblockable. Yeah. But the downside is, after that period of time has passed, you can't use his guns. So people don't use it because it's better to chip people out by just shooting with your guns and let them block. And then to get close to you, you use an environmental like thing to fuck them up. And you just shoot some more. And to get really close, you jump and do your spinny thing with your sword. Or you spin with your sword, or you do your little ballerina dance and knock them away. So, it's very hard to see what high level Deathstroke play is like, because he's so scrub friendly. He yeah. can get so far playing like a skillless douche. So, every time you go up against Deathstroke, and, oh, my favorite is I play Sinestro, and I've gotten hate mail from Deathstrokes. But they're like, you're a faggot. Like, hold on, I want to pull it up on my PlayStation. I want to read, like, a letter. If I still have it, I got from like a death stroke, right? He's like, Yeah, good win, faggot. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and the
0: thing is, is it's like, let me just break this down for you right here. Okay. Oh, oh, here, here we go. Here we
1: go. Freaking newbie. Learn different moves other than your comment. I hate playing people like you. Like, really? <laughs>
0: he's really? he's got he's got guns, okay, that he can shoot. He shoots bullets. I shoot a rocket that's made of light that flies at the speed of light out of my hand, and his bullets will reach me before my rocket reaches him. Okay? His bullets move faster than the speed of light.
1: I want you to think about that, okay? Ah! Okay, he he's, does that. He's infuriating, dude. Like, uh, he's one of those characters where, like, I feel bad. Someone's like, oh, I, I bought justice. Like, who do you play? Like, oh, Deathstroke. And I'm like, oh, that's... That's nice. Yeah. And his his really. shit
0: always travel. all of his projectiles, he's got three projectiles on the ground, one high, one low, one medium, and he's the only character in the game that has a projectile that can be an overhead, which means that you have to block it high. Okay? No.
1: Well, other people have that, but his, what I hate is you're busy blocking low, and you're blocking his, like, Imagine like Sinestro has an overhead.
0: Yeah, that's but his common.
1: overhead. Doesn't hit you while you're already blocking low. So if he shoots you with his rifle and you're blocking low, he can meter burn it and make it an overhead, and you almost, especially if you're playing online, you'll never be able to stand up and block the overhead in time. So you're just gonna eat it,
0: and it knocks you away. All of his stuff knocks you away. Does knock you down. Does knock you towards him. It knocks you as far away from him as humanly possible. And when you get close to him, he has a move that's instant, where he jumps in the air and he spins with his sword uh, in this like front flip thing. It hits in basically like if you stuck your leg out, like well no fuck it. if you had a long sword, it's got it's the length of a long sword, and he spins around him. He's almost completely invulnerable while he's doing this because if you're gonna, you get you you gonna stick your arm into the blender, no, he hits you, and as soon as he hits with that last. Uh, move with the last hit of this move he knocks you to the ground he knocks you down and slides you away from him okay yeah, and just to make you realize how ridiculous this is i can count on one hand how many times i've seen a deathstroke use a combo on me yeah, I've. On one seen... hand, Savage. One hand. How many times I've seen a Deathstroke hit me with a couple of normal, like, punches and kicks and do a five-hit combo on me?
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of all the, uh, I've seen one rushdown Deathstroke on stream. That's all I've ever seen. And he failed. And, and always, yeah. whenever you see a Deathstroke try and rush you
0: down, they always give up after the first life bar and just shoot you until you're dead.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, oh, I got something to prove, and then when that fails, they just cheese you out. I And it upsets me, but yeah, he is one of the most frustrating characters in the history of fighting games, like, it's crazy. So, okay, so
0: that's classy, you play Deathstroke, you suck at fighting games, you deserve to die. Let's,
1: let's... I feel bad, too, because, like, I saw Deathstroke, I'm like, oh, shit, I love his character. Well, I'm like, oh, shit, I would love to play that guy. And I saw his gameplay, and I'm like, that is cheap as shit. So I feel really bad, because, like, otherwise, I would play Deathstroke. I like the character. He spent all his time fucking with, with Robin and Nightwing. Like, he's a dick. He was in the fucking, he was in the Teen Titans cartoon. Deathstroke and Slade are the same person. Yeah. But in this fight, in this game, he is one of the cheesiest douchebags, and I wish they would change that. Like, I could change anything else about Injustice. I wish they took, like, Deathstroke back to the drawing board and made him a different character so I don't hate the people that play him. Give, and him, I grenades, give him, guns him
0: that shoot in a different arc. I mean, all right, but th-
1: this is how he is. How do you play against Deathstroke? Patience is a virtue. You got to be patient he gotta block because he's not gonna use his passive. And if he uses his passive, wait for him to do his spinning bullshit, and then you punish him hard with whatever strings and combos you know. But you have to be insanely patient and you cannot jump. If you jump, he's gonna jump up in the air and shoot you with a gun. Just block. Try and block high as much as possible unless you see him going low. I know. It's irritating because he can shoot low and high. But you want to block high because if you're caught blocking low and he doesn't meet a meter burn on his rifle, you're going to eat that grenade and you're going to lose all the progress you made trying to get across the screen to him. And also, when you're playing Deathstroke, never, ever, ever let him get Ferris Aircraft as a stage. You will hate it. He's going to go to the right side of the screen. He's going to shoot missiles at you the whole match. That's what he's going to do. That's his plan. And if he gets to the left side of the screen, He's going to use a jet motor to fucking hit you away, and he's going to try and work his way to the right side of the screen again. It's terrible. He's he. So,
0: yeah, if you're playing against him, it's going to feel a lot like playing against Peacock, where you'd have to block and you get close to this guy. And I can guarantee, here's what I can say. I will guarantee you 99.9% of the time, if you get close to a death stroke, they're not going to know what the fuck to do. They're going to use that stupid front somersault sword move, and then they're, they've they got nothing, okay? If you yeah. can get close to a Deathstroke, they're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know any combos. They're not going to know how to do anything except that stupid spinny sword move and to shoot more guns at you. And so if you get close to them, you know how to cross the dude up, like you jump over his head and you hit him from behind. If you know how to do that stuff and you can get close to him, you will be able to dominate him because no one who plays Deathstroke and has had any amount of success has had success doing combos, okay? They've had all their success spamming special moves. So, if you can get close to him and you know as soon as you get close to him you knock him down, you know as soon as you get close to him he's going to wake up and just do that stupid shitty flip move and you're just going to be like, all right, and now I have you, okay? Yeah. No problem.
1: It's... It's... (sighs) That's what I saying about Deathstroke cuz every every one of them plays the same and they don't play well. Yeah, every time you play a
0: Deathstroke they play the exact same way, the exact same way. Like you'll see umpteen zillion different ways to play Green Lantern. Deathstroke no matter who's playing him, how skilled, fuck it, you watch a tournament, it's always the same. They run away, they shoot their stupid guns and they try to predict where you're going to be. That's it. That's it guys. You want to learn how to be really good at Injustice, you play Deathstroke, you jump in the air, you shoot your guns, and you just try not to get frustrated when they get close to you. So I I, I just eliminated it right there. Talk about how do you play Deathstroke? You shoot your guns, <laughs> and you don't get frustrated when they get close to you. That's it. Congratulations. You know how to play Deathstroke.
1: Yeah. And people will swear up and down. There's more to it. But if you back them in the corner, they're just going to do exactly what Pox said. They're going to zone you hard and uh and like it upsets me because if people lump sinestro in the same thing i'm like no 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 if you sinestro has one overhead and a fireball and like he, if you get like close in on sinestro he has to know what to do you can fight sinestro and you can lose against sinestro i can give you all types of tips on how to play sinestro with deathstroke is like how to get close to you dog just keep shooting <laughs> how do get close to you do you not know how to do his gun moves that's the only thing I can think of yeah like I, it's like uh yeah I just it obsessed me because like I said I love like as if you listen to the podcast you know I love zoning characters and I, I happen to love like Deathstroke as a character but he's so just, it, he's not even fun to play I, I just feel cheap like you don't you don't savor any of your fucking victories with Deathstroke yeah, and 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 look,
0: it's not always going to be like this. One day, there's going to be a really, really hardcore nerf that's going to come to Deathstroke, and no one will play him anymore, and then we're going to do another topic about this again, about how he's got all these crazy combos. Because that's the thing, you don't even know, like, no one does combo videos about this dude. No one knows what <laughs> kind of damage potential he actually has, because why would you do combos with him when you can just cheese people out with the stupid guns? Like, that's so insane to me, okay? Like, Sinestro has combo videos about him. That's true. I've never seen any, like, even in the five combos or whatever that I've actually seen done on me, I've never seen one higher than 30%. That's true. Yeah. Because the startup on his guns is actually the same speed as some of his normal moves. I want you to think about that. The same speed of a jab, like, wha, I throw a jab. His guns come out at the same speed, so why would you ever use a jab if you could just shoot your guns and burn meter and they'll and it'll send them away from you.
1: What I wish is I wish he had done like they did with Green Arrow and just made his bullets do one percent damage. Yeah, yeah just be- flat like like Green Arrow can shoot arrows insanely fast, but they do one percent damage unless he's loaded up an arrow that does you know like an explosive arrow. But and he you know, only did three of those at a time. Yeah, and he's got
0: loaded up again. And it doesn't it's travel faster than the speed of light.
1: <laughs> his bullets are so insanely fast. What kills me is it stops certain, like, with Sinestro, if you don't time it right, it'll stop you from calling a meteor on top of his head. So you can't even trade with him really well a lot of times. Like, half the times when I play against him, when I'm using Sinestro, is like I wait for him to burn some meter, and then I shoot him and I burn my meter on my fireball, and I wait for him to do something else, and I gotta time it just right, and I do the double meteor on him, and then I can get enough of a life lead to like keep trading with him, because he doesn't know what else to do, and then I'll win. Otherwise, I can, I can get ruined by him, because he can outzone me. He can zone my zoning character. Yeah, he's he's
0: ridiculous, and and I really, I mean, I hate to be so bitter about this, you guys, Uh people at home, I really hate to be so bitter about this, but i'm i'm very serious if you pick up injustice you learn how to do his special moves and all you have to do is learn how to use them and you'll never lose you you won't lose against everyone except scorpion and batgirl okay you play a scorpion and a batgirl they're gonna ruin you which is fine because no one really plays them that much so just have fun winning against 80 to 90 percent of the cast and the people online and just and just be cool okay that's it like learn how to do a special moves Don't panic when they corner you. That's it, okay? For you Deathstroke players at home, if you're not dead, you're not doing it right. But, you know, that's it. Shoot your guns, do your thing, and (sighs) just pretend like you know what the fuck you're doing in this fighting game. Because you don't, and that's great. And when you get nerfed, you're going to be like, why can't I spam Chun-Li lightning legs and win all the time? I don't get it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's I I I feel bad like I feel I feel like we should do better but I can't it's so bad I hate it so much yeah it's it's a shame and 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 you know Deathstroke
0: won't always be like this but I think that uh, for now I mean this is how it is and if you see him in a tournament boo him always we hate him and we don't say like we didn't even get this hate, much hate about Phoenix when we did Phoenix and Ultimate Marvel but, like <laughs> that's,
1: that's a good point I hate Phoenixes yeah it. Phoenix alters the whole way you play, but like there's still some skill involved with her bullshit. But like it's like Deathstroke. I hate. No, there's nothing more I hate than we see someone play a character in the top thirty doing shit that I would do if I just picked up that character and learned their special moves. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that more than anything. I hate. When, so when I'm watching someone in a tournament playing some of the best players in the world, and they're doing shit I would do. I'm not that good at this game. If I went to fucking, if I went to that tournament, I wouldn't be in the top 30, unless I was playing that broken-ass character and doing the exact same thing they're doing, and they walk around like they're fucking tough shit. That's what kills me. They They, they act like they're doing good, and then they go and they tweet all this bullshit, And they played Deathstroke and, like, well, now Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion. Well, but Scorpion, you have to know combos. You don't just have to
0: know his special moves.
1: That's true. You got to know three combos. I will give that. I will give them that. You have to know three different combos, and you got to learn how to build your meter, or at least take it in the face long enough to get some meter to do your combos. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, guys, that's Deathstroke. Uh, that was in very high demand from people, and it's 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 one of those things where you know we we love you guys, but hey, we're sorry, Deathstroke players out there, but we don't love you. So anyway, <laughs> so let's let's just ra- let's 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 move right on. If you guys want to submit a character of the week, again, subscribe to us on iTunes and submit. By sending emails to keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. All right. So if you want to send us character of the week, or if you just have a question, you guys listen to us, you want to just send us some comments or something, we'd love that. We always love reading it and we'll always reply to you guys. Uh, so yeah, so character of the week was Deathstroke because Justice is awesome and people hate him and have wanted to hear about him. So (laughs) we like to, we like to round out the show with a little bit of Q and A. So we got a real, uh, we got a nice little Q and A here from SendBit. With three Ts. uh, And Sendbit asks, How do you guys feel about mirror matches? My friends and I both decided we like the same characters, but I feel like we won't learn as much playing against ourselves than if we played other characters. Any advice? So, Savage, how do you feel about mirror
1: matches? It's like banging the same chick. Someone's going to have hurt feelings. Like, (laughs) I can't... (laughs) I can't suggest it. Like, uh, like when it comes to mirror matches, like most of the time, like, if so if someone really wants it, I'll just back down and be like, I'll find another character. But like mirror matches, one, you're not just fighting for the win. Now you're fighting to see who knows how to play that character the best. It's just like banging the same chick. It's like, I fucked her better than you, dog. And it's like, I don't know. Like it just, it just leads to extra animosity. Like, so I'm like, yo, if you guys are that close, you have that, you you have that good, uh, uh, you know repertoire. You can talk to each other and work it out. Then I say go for it. But most people, I'm like pick another character. If you're writing, you know, is it bit with three T's? Yeah. Pick a different character. Just be the bigger man. Pick a different dude. main that dude. And you know when your friend's not around, then you bang that check. But you don't bang while he's there. You don't do that. It's just, it's gonna end badly. Well, and the thing is too is it's
0: not just who plays the best character, who plays the character better, but a lot of times like when I would play uh Iron Tager in Blaze Blue, a lot of times it's not even about who plays the character better. It's who lands the first Tager buster. Whoever lands the Tager buster first will win the match. You know what I mean? It's whoever, it's whoever can land whatever gimmick that character has first. It has nothing to do with who plays the character better. It's just whoever can land this stupid shit first, and then you win, you know? Because yeah, it, it's it's it, mirror matches are are not good, especially when you're lo- playing local. If you're playing local, try and encourage people to diversify their characters. If you got a dude that won't let it go, if you got well, first of all, it's very rare you're gonna find two dudes that won't let it go like that. <laughs> but if you're fortunate enough to have two dudes that won't let it go, they both love playing. Fucking Superman, okay?
1: Oh God!
0: You just gotta, you just. First of all, I say let them fight it out until one of them gets really frustrated and picks another character
1: that counters Superman, because that's always how it ends. (laughs) But that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, but if you don't want to come to that point, like I said, just be the bigger man, pick a different character. You know? Yeah. he, He
0: be the bigger man, pick a different character. I mean, mirror matches. Aren't fun to watch. They aren't fun to play in. And, and if you can help it, I mean, you're right, Sendbit. It's it's not something you're going to learn anything against. You're literally, you're learning to play against the 5%, okay? Like, that's that's what you're learning against. And, and that doesn't really help you, especially when most of the time winning a mirror match involves learning a gimmick and just playing that gimmick to its extreme so, you're, you're right, you're not learning anything by playing a mirror match. And if you can help it, you should definitely, uh, you should yeah, definitely oh, boy, that character. Try and find, go with your mistress. Alright, do something. I know you have other characters that you like. If you're playing
1: Blaze Blue, I'm sorry, work it out. Ooh. Yeah, you're just gonna have to give it up and try something new. Just wait for him to go home and try everyone on the cast until you find something you like. Someone you can work with, yeah. Yeah, but, that's yeah a... I, I I got
0: nothing else for you. You just gotta have to figure that shit out. But mirror yeah. matches are not not good, especially amongst friends. Alright, you should never be banging the same chick.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, that's heartbreak. Someone's gonna go home with hurt feelings. Yeah. You so... don't want it to be you. So there you go, man. I mean, that's,
0: uh, that's pretty simple Q and A right there. And again, if you, uh, if you ever want to send us a question, send us it, uh, send us it by email, uh, or subscribe to us, uh, on iTunes, keep it classy podcast at, uh, at gmail.com. We've, uh, we've so, had a
1: pretty, pretty intense little podcast here, haven't we? Uh, I'm sorry. We, it was, it was so emotional. We went from nigga moments to <laughs> tournaments to death stroke to banging the same chick. I don't know. I'm, I'm spent. I'm spent. I'm spent. Well, alright. So here we go,
0: guys. I mean, again, thank you so much. Please subscribe to us. We really appreciate your support. Uh, the more people we get to listen to us, uh, the better. And, uh, you know, we do apologize for being so few and far between with the posts, but, uh, it's not going to always be this way. And, uh, we're, we're never going to go away. We're always going to keep making, making content for you guys. We promise. Trust me. I'll be unemployed soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll, and we'll work it out. But, uh, until then, guys, why don't you, uh, why don't, you guys, uh, why, why don't you sign us out, Savage? Hey,
1: hey, everyone out there, you keep it classy, you stay sexy and unknown. Get your goddamn shit together, dog. <laughs> Never trust redheads. We'll get no. you guys next time. <laughs>